Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. My name is Matt Johnson. I'm the producer of the show, and I'm here with the host, Michael Lafito. Mike, how's it going today? Oh, it's going awesome. How are you doing? Doing well. So we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about the five biggest misconceptions of selling high-end homes, which is going to be awesome. There's a lot of uh, limiting beliefs that you want to cover and and free some people up today. Then we're also going to talk about you and the podcast and why people should care about both of those things and what they can expect from the podcast. So uh, you ready to dig in? Absolutely. Cool. So let's start with the uh, the number one biggest misconception of selling high-end homes. What is that for people? Sure. So again, we I, I sometimes use the terms first off higher end and luxury interchangeably. I define higher end homes as what two times whatever the market average sale price is for any given market. So any marketplace has got a market average sale price and higher end we define that as two times the market average sale price. And I define luxury as three times. So, so you're going to hear perhaps me interchange and use the word higher end or luxury. They are kind of similar, but luxury is a little bit higher end than, than high end homes. Um, so just for the listener, because many people, Matt, they'll think, well, luxury, well, I live in, you know, Nebraska, we don't have luxury. No, you know, you, you do. Well, we're not talking about the McMansion, the professional athlete type house. But I can tell you, every home, every marketplace has got higher end, whatever two times the market average is, is, is higher end. And um, so getting back to your question about misconceptions, there's a lot of misconceptions about selling luxury homes that real estate agents ha- have. And I would say the first one is that uh, the, the I wouldn't say it's the biggest misconception, but but these are numbered in no particular order. But number one is somebody, an agent has to be a top producer or a veteran agent with X amount of years in the business before they can sell high-end homes. That is uh, a big misconception. Hmm. So, all right. So why, why is that? It's, I mean, is it just that the, as long as you have your act together, you can, um, it's not really about how many years you've been in the business. It's more about your marketing and the way that you present yourself. So, I mean, it's, what would you say that the agent that's been in the business for a couple of years can go out and take high-end listings? Absolutely. This business is all about likability and trust and how do you position yourself and people don't care how much you know until they know you care. And most sellers, whether it be high end or entry level, you know, if if you're a jerk and you know everything, they're probably not going to hire you. But if you're likable and and you're with a reputable firm, but you might not have the track record, um, you still have a good shot at it. So getting back to your original question, many agents have a limiting belief. It's like Walter, ba- uh, uh, it's, I think Walter Bannister, the, the gentleman that ran the first uh, sub four minute mile. Mm-hmm. Within, with, within two years of him running that mile, there were 37 other uh, people that ran a sub four minute mile. It wasn't because Gatorade was invented or Nike came out with their new shoe or anything like this. Is because agents had limiting beliefs that, oh, I can't do it. And so um, there's usually a natural progression in real estate where most agents start out working with buyers and renters, and then they f- realize, hey, the name of the game is l- 
listings, list to live is a saying out there. And so there's naturally a progression before that happens. I think a big part of the reason for that progression is many agents think they can't list homes until they've been into the business certain years and especially higher end and luxury homes many a big misconception is that they personally need to be a top producer or a veteran agent before they can go after that marketplace that is not true that's a hundred percent false interesting all right so what's uh what's another misconception uh, another misconception is that 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 agent personally needs to be wealthy so in other words, well, what if they ask me, oh, where, where, where do you live, Mike? Or where do you live, Matt? And well, I rent in this neighborhood. I live here. Or what, they're not going to hire me. So I'm not even going to go on the appointment because they might ask me that. That very rarely even gets asked. But that is a big misconception that you as an agent need to live in a McMansion or a higher end home and need to be wealthy to, you know, to be hired by them. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I can see a lot of people having that one. All right. So what's, uh, what's number three? I kind of said it, but it's you personally need to live in a big home or a McMansion or a higher end home. So mm-hmm. again, it's you could be the area where you live in, but the style, the style of home and you personally, personally living in a luxury home yourself. That you personally live in. That's yeah. exactly right. And, but the second part of that big home is where it's located. So many people think, well, real estate agents think they, they have to be hyper local. You have to be, mm-hmm. you know, in a certain area of San Diego to sell in that San Diego. Well, my philosophy and a lot of top agents is have car will travel. In other words, I might not know a ton about that area. Or I might not have ever sold in that area. For example, I have a $12.5 million property I'm marketing that's on Fox's hit series Empire. And that protect. That seller asked me, how many homes have you ever sold in Barrington Hills? I said, zero. I said, if you're looking for the neighborhood expert, somebody that sells all Barrington Hills, I'm not your guy. But you've been on with a few different agents and they didn't sell it. If you're looking for a marketer, someone that's aggressive, thinks outside the box, is going to position your home both online and offline effectively, then you're talking to the right guy. And he said, I, I love it. So again, that's another big misconception is that your big home, that you need to have a big home or a higher end home, and it's got to be in that area that they live. That's false. Gotcha. Interesting. All right. So hit me with another one. You personally need to drive a nice car. So in other words, you know, you got to pull up mm-hmm. in a Bentley or a Rolls Royce or, you know, mm-hmm. some high end, you know, luxury car because, you know, that's what they drive. And if you pull up, you know, in, in a modest car. Now, again, don't get me wrong. You know, you might want to borrow a friend's car if you're going on a multi-million dollar property and you have rust all over your car and, you know, it's mufflers loud and stuff. You, they, they, that probably isn't good, but you don't yeah. have to drive a, you know, a Lexus or, you know, a Mercedes 5 Series or something like this. Um, so again, if you have a nice clean car, um, you know, you don't have to have a Rolls Royce. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. So they don't have to live in a certain area. They don't have to have a certain type of home. They don't have to have, drive a certain type of car. They don't have to have 10 years in the business. They don't have to have a huge long track record of selling luxury. So I think that's, we've set people from, from you know, free from a lot of different limiting beliefs. Is there anything else that you want to add to that, that list that kind of holds people back? Yeah, you're, you personally 
don't need to be with a certain office or a certain brand to sell high end. So there's certain brands that are known to specialize in luxury. There's national brands that are known nationally, i.e., you know, Sotheby's or Christie's. They're known nationally to be higher end. But then, then there's boutique. Every community's got little boutiques that maybe are known for high end or maybe they're not known for high end. But again, overcoming objections, whether you're with a small known name company or a large national company, is something that any agent has to be good at when they go on a listing appointment. But don't kid yourself. You don't have to be with a big name company that specializes in boutique or, or excuse me, specializes in luxury. You could be with a boutique and it's just like anything else. Sales is overcoming objections. You need to be confident. You need to know what makes your company different and unique. You need to know what makes you different and unique. Okay. Very cool. All right. So now that we've gone through all that, let's, uh, it, it sounds like these are a lot of the probably limiting beliefs that you've had to either overcome or you've proven by your own experience that they're not true. So give me a little background on, on you and like what company are you with? Where did you get started and how did you start listing and selling high-end homes? That's, that's a great question. So a little, little bit about who I am is first off, I'm an agent, much like the listener. Again, I practice what I preach. Um, you know, I'm a father, husband of three. I do some national training and speaking. I've written a few books, including Marketing Luxury. Um, but the good news for the listener is I'm not one of these these agents that, that you know, is in a multi-million dollar market. So, oh, you know, here's another guy that calls himself an expert because he's in a marketplace that, that has these homes. No, I'm based in the Chicagoland market. The average sale price is around $300,000. It's been a buyer's market for 10 plus years. I'm a former high school PE teacher. They got a 19 on my ACT. And so just a few years ago, I occasionally had a luxury listing here or there to consistently having 20 to 30 plus luxury listings at any given time. And that's that's basically, you know, my message is how I got there. And, I, and we're going to share that uh, with with the listeners through the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's what's the Chicago market like? As you mentioned, it's not it's not a Beverly Hills where you can just sell one house and call yourself like a multi-million dollar listing expert. So what's your average sale price um, in the market in general? And then what's what's your average listing that you that you personally carry? Sure. So the average uh, sale price in the Chicagoland market is um, around three hundred thousand dollars. And um, again, the Chicagoland market has been in lockdown for higher end homes most marketplaces have more than two years of inventory. So real estate is comes down to supply and demand. Just like the day after Thanksgiving, they call that Black Friday. Best Buy will put a limited number of 70-inch monitors, screens for sale, and people camp out the night before. Limited supply drives up demand. Well, in a buyer's market, there's tons of supply and not a lot of demand. And the Chicago higher-end price point homes, there's been two to three years of inventory and there still is in most of those marketplaces. So the, the mindset for the buyer is not urgency. It's, yeah, we can be selective. That house is still probably going to be there in another six months. So, you know, that's part of the reason that we created the certification that I created is because we needed to be creative and outside the box and be aggressive because we really don't know anything but being in a buyer's market. It's funny, I had an agent out of California recently reach out to me and we were chatting back and forth and he goes, yeah, I'm getting frustrated. My listings are taking 60 to 90 to 120 days to sell and my sellers are calling me like, hey, what are you going to do that's different? And he's all stressed out and I, I chuckled. I'm like, welcome to my world. That's all I know in my marketplace. It's been a buyer's market and there's years of inventory. And, and so I, I would just 
die to switch positions, my marketplace versus Brent's <laughs> in that case. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, so that kind of covers who you are and and what you did, and and that's really, I mean. The, the sorts of things that you've had to do that eventually led to the information that's in like your certification and and all the things that you teach really was born out of necessity for yourself, both to raise your average sale price so you could raise your income without working harder and so that you could actually get those listings sold once you take them because it's not, you know, it doesn't do any good to just to have them up on a whiteboard and have them looking pretty in your office. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, people all the time say, oh, I saw you got that new $18 million listing. And, you know, I'm trying to be modest with them. I said, you know, I appreciate that. Thanks. But remember, we get paid when they sell. We don't get paid to list them. <laughs> uh, but an important point for, for the for the listeners is that is one big limiting belief many agents have. Well, I don't want to go into higher end or I don't want to list higher end because they don't sell or they will mess up my my track record. In other words, I sell nine out of 10 my listings and if I take on higher end, it might be seven out of 10. These are all also big misconceptions. Just like if you were talking to your financial advisor from Northern Trust and he would talk about your investment portfolio, you want some high risk, some low risk, some medium risk. Well, you want to have to your listing portfolio some entry level, the kind of stuff that pays the bills in your marketplace, but you want to add some higher end because there's really three ways that somebody can double their income or, or make more money next year. And number one would be increase their average sale price. And how do you increase your average sale price? Well, you got to get higher end listings to do that and higher end buyers. And it's just like the field of dreams. If you build the higher end listings, the higher end buyers will come. If you, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's really who the podcast is for is just the the agent out there either who's already in the high end or luxury market and wants to learn from the best in order to increase their game. But it's also for the people that are not there yet, who would like to break into that higher end or the luxury market. And this podcast is going to give you the information to do that because we're going to interview some of the top luxury agents and high end listing agents around the country. But we're also going to interview the people that are the marketing experts that are actually doing the marketing work, whether it's video, whether it's online lead generation. Um, so we're an interview, uh, you know, kind of a broad range of people, but it's all about helping you break in and dominate that high end or luxury listing market in your area. So those are, let, let's talk about some of the things that people will learn. So on the listing side, what are just a few, a few of the key things that you think about when you go into like a luxury listing consultation, um, what are some of the things that you feel like people are going to learn to do a little bit better that will help them take those high-end listings? Sure. So there's everything before the appointment, right? And that could be developing your systems, your mindset, your how you're building a brand, right? Your branding. So everything from the mindset, the systems, the foundational principles to the actual marketing aspects. So how do you get the phone to ring to go on the appointment to the pre-listing appointment? You know, how do you get these sellers pre-sold about you before you, you show up? to the actual listing appointments. You know, some people sell these online listing appointments. Hey, you know, I, for 79 bucks, get my my PowerPoint slides. Well, it's much more than just showing up with PowerPoint. So, so again, differentiating yourself on the actual listing appointment, because one thing I can tell you is many agents, especially when they're not confident in themselves, they compete on any listing, but especially high-end listings or luxury listings, they will compete by lowering their fee they'll lower their fee to get the listing. I want to help agents protect their fee. And eventually, Matt, by implementing our systems, they will actually bring more value to the table, which will increase the probability of selling faster and the seller making more money. So eventually, Matt, they will be able to charge a premium because I would rather be known as the highest priced agent in my marketplace than the cheapest. 
Yeah, that, and that's a great, great point. And uh, so that covers uh, basically why, you know, a little bit about the podcast, who's going to be on it, why you should listen and what you'll learn from it. Like you said, Mike, it's, it's about raising your income, whether it's doubling it or just increasing and growing your business. It really comes, there's a few ways to do it, but one of the best ways is just to raise the average price so that you, you're taking in more commission without even doing more work. And the more yeah. value you can do that and bring to, uh, to a luxury listing client, that's one of the easiest ways to do that. That, that I believe is the easiest way. The second easiest is to increase what you charge. Okay, so increase your commissions, but also trim away fat. So take a look at what am I spending on marketing? Am I getting an ROI, et cetera? So eliminating waste as well as increasing your fees is the second way to make more money this year. And the third, of course, is sell more homes. And many agents equate that equals more work. And that's not always the case. If you go on 10 listing appointments and you nail seven of them, well, guess what? If you go on 10 and you nail nine of them, well, you got more at-bats. The more at-bats, the more listings you get, the more likelihood to sell more homes. So selling more homes is a third way, and it doesn't equate to more work. In many cases, it, it could be less work if you increase your conversion and your systems. Yeah, that's 100% true. And that's that's not even counting some of this with making the transition from working with, let's say, 10 buyers to working with 10 listings, which should right there just cut their work in, what, 70% of the workout in terms of man hours. With listings, you're leveraging other people's time and energy to show homes where, you know, it's like selling shoes, Matt. If you, if you were a big shoe guy and I was working with you and I drove around town with you to all the shoe stores in your area and they didn't have the shoe, like then I go to the next area or we'd be patient versus I open up a shoe store and have a lot of inventory and people come to my, my shop. That's what the listing inventory is all about. You build it and they will come. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So I know over the course of, uh, of the podcast, we're going to give away a variety of different uh, free gifts and video trainings and blueprints and checklists and all kinds of stuff. But where's, where's the main place where people can connect and make contact with you and learn more about the luxury listing certification and, and all the good stuff that you teach? Absolutely. So if they go to luxurylistingspecialist.com, luxurylistingspecialist, that is our uh, intense certification training where we break it down into basically two courses. Course number one is basically everything you need to do to get the listing. So everything up until the point the seller signs the listing agreement with you from, as I mentioned, the pre-listing appointment, the appointment, the foundational principles, the, the inner game from the marketing and, and, and the blueprint there. So that's Lux one. And then the Lux two, the second part of the certification is, hey, great, you got the listing. Now what the heck are you going to do to get the thing sold? And so using the proven systems that we've developed, you know, we teach those. So you can go to luxurylistingspecials.com for that. And uh, as I mentioned in a future uh, future episode, we're going to be giving away our luxury blueprint, but I don't want to give away the URL yet because we're just finalizing that, that, but stay tuned for the next episode or the next couple episodes where we are going to be putting together some really cool mini video series and a blueprint that we'll make, make available. We're just putting the final touches on it right now. It's, it's really exciting actually. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And the show is going to be fantastic. So Mike, you're going to be uh, officially hosting and doing a lot of the interviews with uh, the top experts and top luxury agents from around the country. So they'll be hearing uh, mostly from you and the interviews of the people that you are doing it. And then we'll do some bonus episodes from time to time where it's just you and me. We're going to kind of dig into the nuts and bolts of taking luxury listings and then getting them sold. And uh, so if, for anybody, if you're listening to this and you have not already done this, go hit subscribe on iTunes or if you are on Stitcher, if you have an Android uh, device and you'd rather listen on there those are the two best places 
uh, to uh, subscribe and make sure that you get every single new episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast. And for the first episode, guys, thank you so much for, for listening. We appreciate it and keep an eye out for future episodes. Take care.